You're listening to the Westchester Podcast, an official podcast of the New York City Church of Christ. Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, all 
on Lagos. They debated on Lagos. To them, Lagos was the blueprint of the universe, the blueprint of the cosmos, the element, the power, the reason, the wisdom, holding the finely tuned universe. It placed everything was functioning because of the Lagos. Lagos was everything to them. Lagos was the divine connection, the bridge between the divine and the faith. It was the only way to reach up to heaven was through the Lagos. So they used it all the time. They, they knew Lagos was there, but they didn't know who it was. They were fascinated by Lagos. In Britain, the Jews, they knew who this was. They weren't debating about who Lagos was. They knew exactly who Lagos was. The Hebrew word for Lagos, the equivalent Elohim, the Creator. All the Jews knew who this was. It was God the Creator. In English, we translate Lagos' word, discourse, reason, speech, principle, thought, or more holistic word is the voice, the voice, the divine voice connecting us. It's a really deep word. The theologian, the Christian theologian, Nancy Wright, said that Lagos is incomprehensible in the language. We don't have a way to truly define it. So we use a lot of words to try to define it, but there's no way because we don't completely experience that. We see it. We're in it, but we don't completely appreciate it. On the surface, love has a double meaning both thought and speech, bringing thoughts to expression. As I said, it's a connection word between the divine and the disease, between the real world and the shadow here. Did you find out what Aristotle was talking about? They all that everything here was just a shadow. All this stuff is just a shadow of reality in heaven. That's not real today. That's just a shadow. The real one is death. Everything here is just a shadow. It's just an illusion. Which is really interesting because if you know a lot about modern physics, that is exactly what a physics professor would say. That actually what we're sitting on isn't is real. What it is is everything space and energy. And it's really a probability that it's being there. It's not absolutely proof. It's just a probability because we don't know where all the electrons are. So it's really interesting now the ancient philosophers actually have a lot of common with modern physicists and everything they're saying. Now maybe that's not really interesting to you, it's actually interesting to me. Because this is what God is using Lagos to characterize the word, the divine. In the beginning was the Lagos. The Lagos was with God. The Lagos was God. So for John is connecting the ancient God wants a 
with God in the end. Who is he? So he is not just this Bible's idea, but it's an actual personified Bible's. He was with God in the end. So we're going to turn down to verse 14 to see who this is. So hopefully you have a Bible. Hopefully you can jump down to verse 14. Scroll up, scroll down, scroll down. The verse 14 is an important verse. I want you to see it. The word, what's the Greek word there? The word, Lagos. Lagos became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So who's that talking about? That's talking about Jesus. So who is Lagos? Lagos is God in We How do we see Lagos? Lagos is Lagos came down, Jesus came down to heaven. God became a human being to be with us. How desperately did God want us to have a relationship with him? He sent Jesus to be here so that it would bridge this huge chasm between heaven and earth. Verse 3. Through him, through the Lagos, through Jesus, through him all things. John is painting to his Hellenistic audience the love was created. God incarnate. All things were created by the love. That's what they always believed. So John is like saying, You guys aren't so far off. I just want to tell you who it is. It's Jesus. All that you've been thinking about, all that you've been fascinated by, is actually Jesus. And this was incredible news. In the beginning was the love. Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created. John 1. In the beginning was the Lagos. Same thing. We've got Genesis talking about the physical creation, and we've got John talking about the spiritual connection. And so it's exactly the same thing. The long story which began in Genesis is finding its fulfillment through Jesus Christ. Through Lagos come down to be with us among us. So how relevant is this stuff? What does this have to do with us? Why study all this stuff? Well, let's go back to John chapter 6. This all has a purpose. John chapter 6, the verse 63, that's that shocking statement. He says, very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life so what is that? What are we talking about? What is the flesh? Okay, put that over to John chapter 1 verse 1. What is the flesh? How do we eat the flesh? How can we be sustained by the flesh? John 1 14 says what again? The word became. So is there any difference between the flesh and the word? They are identical. So literally what Jesus is saying here is unless you eat meat, unless you are consumed by me, unless you devour me, you have no life in you. Unless you consume the word, it's really interesting because unless you eat the flesh, that great word that I was talking about devour, consume, it's like what would happen if you have 20 really hungry lions and have to eat them a long time? And you throw 
about between how much I'm going to pay, because if you really want to know the truth, I would grab the entire thing. But we don't do that because people are around. <laughs> and it's also who's around. Because it's good kids that aren't even saying But if it's people that are going to say something, we're just dating and so we're just going to talk. I never get a
This is where we're going. This is where we need to love our So today, we are about to celebrate the preaching of the choir. to the Westchester Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit westchester.nyccoc.net.